Previously on Plotty Time. <laughs> Just he's at like a traffic stop or like yeah. what was the context of this? Yeah, as you, soon as you get done, you have to go back to the beginning. You're right. Christmas Day. Yeah. It's kind of like Dunkin' Donuts. Hope they get double time for that. <laughs> yeah, they just keep sending fucking helicopters and they keep yeah. exploding. Yeah, they get nowhere close. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail. Necessary and appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. Silly little birds all in their nest, wondering what's going to happen next. And on the other side of the table, Dr. Scientist. According to the gas chromatograph, the secret ingredient is love. Who's been messing with this thing? (laughs) My name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, I move around a lot. Colombia, Guatemala, the Philippines, Mexico, New Zealand, New Guinea, wherever there's a volcano with an attitude. <laughs> Welcome to Plotty Time. Is that a Tom Hanks quote? <laughs> I wish. I do. Before I even get into the crevice, I have a Tom Hanks story for you. Oh. I was talking to the girlfriend. She was uh, the subject of traveling to New Orleans Come up, came up. Mm-hmm. And she had mentioned, she's like, oh, man, they have a great World War II museum. It's so good. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I've been hearing about it. It's like, I hear it's great. I want to go. And she's like, they do this really cool Tom Hanks video. And I was like, Get, are you are you fucking with me right now? <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck? Are you, are you serious? And she, she looked at me like I had two heads. And I had to explain to her the whole bit. And by then, it was not funny. <laughs> And uh, I thought for a second she listened to the pocket. Pretty sure she does not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then she'd be an ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is all for the best. So over at Papa Scotch's Correction Crevice, ooh, we had a couple boners last week. Oh, man. We are falling off. Uh, the first one, there we had a question about how high planes could fly. Yeah. Because it was the exorcism at 60,000 feet. Remember, we were talking about it? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The highest commercial airliner altitude was 60,000 feet, but that was strictly by the Concorde. Usually, planes go about 40,000. The highest military air-breathing engine airplane was the SR-71, which flew at 90,000 feet. So, were uh-huh. we wrong? I don't even... I thought we... Yes, we were wrong because we were not sure and guessed that planes flew at 60,000 feet. Most of them do not. We are so dumb. <laughs> it doesn't sound like we were wrong as much as we just didn't care about the right information. Yeah, but that's what this is for. Then fucking it's the clarification crevice. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> fucking clearing shit up. The other thing, uh, we had a big, long discussion that was extremely important about the Conjuring Extended Movie Universe. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The CEU. So there isn't... The, the, the mistake I made was saying that there was a... New Conjuring movie. Wait, what did I say? I don't remember. Uh oh. Correction the correction. Correction the correction. <laughs> correction. No, correction no, no. section. I, I figured it out. I said that there was a new Annabelle movie coming out, number three, mm-hmm. in 2021. Turns out I was incorrect. The newest third Annabelle movie did come out in 2019 called Annabelle Comes Home. Yeah. And so. there's a new Conjuring Conjuring movie, the third one coming out called The Devil Made Me Do It in 2021. But it's not Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It? It is, yeah. The Conjuring, comma, the, or 
Colon. 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 The devil made me do it. All right, fair enough. The idea is it's going to go over one of the exorcisms they fucking hoax their way through. Hmm. The the warrants. But that's it. That's all we got for the correction crevice. All right. That wasn't that bad. No, no, no. We're getting there. I just, you know, I wanted to make sure everyone had all the correct information for the extended Conjuring universe. That's fair. (laughs) That's what they listen to the podcast for. (laughs) Exactly. So uh, let's get into what we do every week. Dr. Scientist, star of the show. What have you been playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you, buddy? Well, i uh still watching Warehouse 13, so that's going. Neat. Okay. I uh, started watching Dragon Ball Super, which is apparently on Hulu now. Hmm. Did, oh. Yeah. There's 130-some episodes, so I'm sure I'll watch that all. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. I watched uh, the new Beauty and the Beast movie. What? Because why not? The one with, uh, what's her name? Emma Watson? Yeah. Thoughts? Eh, it's okay. Live action? Yeah. Does she sing? Is it actually her singing? It's like everybody singing. I don't know if it's actually her singing, but her character sings. How did it do the cups and the candle holder and stuff? CGI. Uh-huh, so it's not live action. <sighs> <laughs> Come on. It's Roger Rabbit style. Yes. Oh, okay. I was going to say Cool World, but... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. And I watched this bad movie called Cosmos. I don't know. It was about these like nerds who go out in the middle of the woods and I seen this. Did you? With yeah. the, the alien ship they find and they're like, Hey, you gotta go and they gotta like there's like dramatic scenes where they're saving data. Yeah. <laughs> like in the back of their van. Yeah. Like, oh my god, we gotta get to the, the battery's gonna die. We don't know, we gotta save it, we gotta run. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. I was entertained. Yeah, right. But yeah, it was. Uh, I can't believe you saw that. Of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. Look who you're talking to. Uh, other than that, the only game I played all week was Iconoclast, and I finally beat it. You gonna play it? No, numb it. I don't want to run. I don't want to play through the game again on a harder difficulty. Oh yeah, that's right. Fuck that. I don't have time to waste on hard difficulties anymore. Tell me about it. He ain't a young one. He ain't no spring chicken. This guy. Yeah. You know how it is. We have so much fewer time to game. You know, we got to make it count, right? Speak <laughs> yeah, for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> or loose. Okay. <laughs> You're right. I was way out of line <laughs> trying to talk for all of us. Uh, what is Econoclast? What kind of game is that? It's a platforming Metroidvania type game. Oh, that's right. You said I wouldn't like because it's a Metroidvania. Yeah. Yeah. You might like it. Oh, and I mentioned I was too busy playing walking simulators. That's right. That's right, yes. I remember this from last week now. Let's not cross our genres. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Sorry. Again, I'm way out of line. I'm just way out of line today. What can I say? But yeah, that's all I got. What do you got, Papa Scotch? Oh, well, thanks for asking. Uh, This week, what did I do? Oh, I played a little bit more of Spider-Man Miles Morales. I'm pretty sure I told you guys I beat the story. Yeah. So you're just playing for trophies now? Yeah, this week I just got the miscellaneous ones and the cleanup and the ones I missed and 100% of the map, and now I'm playing through again on New Game Plus to finally plat it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I already rolled through like six missions today. I don't think it's going to take too terribly long to just do the story. Do you start with all your upgrades in New Game Plus? Yeah, yeah you start with all your upgrades, and there are uh, new skills and new gadgets and a new suit that are only available on New Game Plus. Ooh, that's pretty neat. But you don't you don't need to get any well, you need to get all the suits for the plat 
and you need to get all the skills, but like the gadgets don't matter. You don't need to max out on those. Hmm. It's it's an easy plat, dude, because the so, hardest well, trophy... The regular first Spider-Man game was incredibly easy platinum. The hardest one I thought was going to happen is you had to get a 100-move combo, mm-hmm. but if you just keep dodging and put it to like the lowest difficulty, you can get it in like 30 seconds. Anybody can. So I kind of cheesed it a little. <gasps> mm. That's some like, cheese. That's your nickname. That is cheese and Old scotch, Papa Cheese. <laughs> Papa Cheese. I don't hate that. <laughs> uh, but that's all I played. Hopefully, next time I'll have the numb and I'll, I want to move on to Watch Dogs. Nice. But uh, what did I watch? I watched so much shit. I had to cut this list down. Hmm. I, I watched a lot of shit. Yeah, just save it for the next week. That's what I. Did. <laughs> uh, I watched The Fog. The John Carpenter Fog. Classic. Is that like The Mist? You know what? That's exactly what the girlfriend asked. Uh, Sort of, but instead of other dimension monsters, it is old-timey ghoul spirits of pirates. Yeah, it's like kind of when the Titanic came in on Ghostbusters. Mm. Perfect. Yeah, they uh, uh, old-timey spirits were wronged and mistreated. So it's like a mix between The Mist and The Village. That's a good way to put it, yeah. Hmm. So old-timey people, the town did these old-timey people wrong back in the 1800s. Every 100 years, they come back, and they're like, six people must die. That's your sacrifice. Hmm. So so six people had to die, and then they went away. Huh. Great. A solid flick, though. I mean, it, it's, it makes glowy fog menacing. That's fair. Nah, it's pretty menacing by itself. I know. I was so scared this morning. It was so foggy. Either. Oh, my God. Last night <laughs> yeah, was ridiculous. <laughs> Driving with fog is no joke. No, it's not fun. But uh, then we watched a a, du- a duo of Christmas children murder movies. Oh, do tell a movie called. We started with a movie called The Children, which is <laughs> I'd never heard of it, but it's from like I think two thousand eight or two thousand nine. It's a British film, and it was about this uh, these two sisters. They get together for the holidays with their husbands and all the kids. There's like six kids running around. And the one kid is sick and starts vomiting up some kind of crazy goop. Ooh, Sexy. I like I like goop. <laughs> and then uh, the other kids get infected and they start murdering the adults. All right. Well, nothing wrong with that. Fucking shithead kids. It was okay. Mm. But the, the star of the show we watched, Better Watch Out. Better Watch Out. The Macaulay that, Culkin vehicle? Is that the one where the... You know, you, you say that as a joke, Dr. Scientist. <laughs> but... Uh, Imagine if Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone was a psychopath. I was going to say Macaulay Culkin in The Good Son. Yes, Macaulay Culkin in The Good Son playing... Baby babysat by somebody. Yes, switch those characters. That's what you got. It's pretty good. It's. It, I would suggest it. Is that the one where she's babysitting and like some weird shit happens and... I don't know. Yeah, there's that big twist. I don't want to ruin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow, like that's like a thousand movies. Well, I, just so I know which one he's talking about. He, we, we're on the same page. Yeah, we got, it. we get it. And then uh, the last movie we watched, uh, I finally, thank God, bringing it back here, finished all the films in the Conjuring Extended Movie Universe, <laughs> <laughs> and I watched The Nun. How bad was it? It was definitely. I think it might be my least favorite of all the Conjuring movies. That's fair. That's not saying a lot. It's pretty. Pretty bad. It's not saying that much, but it's it's about like a priest and a uh, I don't know a nun. 
A noob? No, oh, she's a noob nun. Like she hasn't taken her vows. Oh, so she's like in the seminary. Yeah, yeah. And she, they go to take, uh, they go to investigate this castle in Romania in 1950 because uh, these nuns oh, just stopped okay. responding. Yeah, and then it is a bunch of spooky shit that happens. In so there, it's a lot it's like all... Saving Silverman. <laughs> exactly. <It's... laughs> is Saving Silverman the one where Arlie Ermy played the coach and murdered that dude with one of the? Yeah, but it, uh, yeah, and it yeah. also has the, the football marker, the nun who's yep. going to be coming. Well, she's training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she decides not to. He's gonna yeah. marry uh, Amanda Pete, right? And she's the bad one. Yeah, yeah. she's evil. So his friends right. dress up as football mascots, and mm-hmm. right. oh, I'll have my best football mascot and third string quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I oh, I remember that line where they're like, hey. We were happy to testify as witnesses on your behalf. <laughs> That's a great movie. I, really, I got to watch that again. Hey, uh, we have a question. Killer. Wait, let us go through this first. And then, like, just kill her. <laughs> What's the problem? Kill her. Well, let's just go through this. Uh, okay, that's all I watched. That's all I did. Let's get on to uh, you, Mr. Chump Slap. Playing, watching, doing. What's going on with you, buddy? Well, you know me, just playing a little dudes. Dudes! Did you get into the zombies yet? No. I'm trying to max out level before. Do you want to play zombies one of these days? Yeah, just hit me up. Let me know. All right, I will. I uh, I want to play a little bit of it, see what it's like. After I finish Spider-Man, I'll hop on over and kill some trophies in that game. Yeah, sounds good. I... <laughs> kill some trophies. I think I got like seven more levels to go. It's double XP weekend, so... Should be easy. Oh, and you don't have to work tomorrow, so. Exactly. I don't know about you, Dr. Scientist, if you're the same way, but even if there's games I don't plan on platinuming, like I'll play through the story, and then I'll look and see if there's any like easy trophies I can pick up, you yeah, know? Yeah, I do that. Like just kind of clean up a little bit quickly. Though That's where I'm at with Call of Duty. I need, I need to go pick those up. Yeah, I just play it for the multiplayer. I didn't even play the story yet. Maybe I'll do that one of these days. I hear it's pretty good. It's not bad. It's it's in the spirit of the Black Ops stories. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. It's Cold Warty. So I played that a lot. I played a little bit of Demon Souls. Mm. Beat the Spider Boss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cheese mm-hmm. the hell out of it. <laughs> Bow and nice. arrow. Uh, the boss isn't even hard without cheesing. I know, but I had a lot of souls on me and I didn't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> so, did that. I did buy Cyberpunk showed up. Oh, yeah, you play it? No, I haven't even opened it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I want to talk about that in our... Yeah, yeah, I have I, a piece of news about it. We'll, we'll get to it. All I read is fucking it's glitchy as hell and shit, so I'm just waiting for a couple patches. Then I'll try it. I heard it looks like Roblox on PS4. But anyway, yeah, I hear it sucks on PS4, but it should be decent on PS5. Do they have the PS5 version out or just the PS4 version for now? No, just the PS4. The PS5 version is supposed to be sometime next year. I, I, You know what? Considering all the games I still have to play, I might just wait for that. Yeah, I was thinking just keeping it on closed and then just wait. Who cares? Get yeah. rid of all the fucking glitches and shit before I play it anyway. I don't then again, that. I said that about 76 and here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Did you even so, open that yet? <laughs> I ooh. You opened the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I tried the helmet on. One of these days, you're gonna open up the fucking Skype call. I'm just gonna be sitting here wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. I'd buy one, but I doubt it would fit my head. 
Maybe I'll get the. Uh, I'm planning on getting a bigger 3D printer. <laughs> maybe, maybe we can make it happen. Who knows? I don't know if you can get one big enough for chump slaps. Yeah, I don't think so. Well, you, but you got to slice it right, and then you do it in parts. <laughs> so I think I think with that kind of. We sure. can get like eight or nine parts and make a good solid circle around <laughs> as, long as, as long as it can fit a watermelon in it, you're all right. <laughs> and not a small watermelon. Yeah, I was going to say at least a medium watermelon. <laughs> so a large, seedless, normal size seeded is there what we're talking go. about There you go. Now you're talking. Like a, a solid mid to large pumpkin. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I always say like, that's bullshit. Your head's not that big. And you're like, yeah, it actually is. Yeah, <laughs> you just you just had this conversation with everyone. Where you're like, I got a big head, can't be as big as mine. No, it's bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, measure it. Dude, my hats are seven and five eighths. Yeah, mine There's are. Only I need at least three eighths more. That's how big they make. Them. I need like an eight and a half. I need a custom made hat. <laughs> <laughs> like an eight and a half. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, know. enough about my head. Let's talk about some <laughs> movies I watched. Sure, sure. Uh, I watched Rare Exports, A Christmas Story or whatever. Ooh, <laughs> what'd you think? What'd you think? I liked it, but I don't know. The kid annoyed me. That's a problem with a lot of movies. I know. It's just like the main kid just like, oh, it's Santa. Like, how did he know it was fucking Santa Claus? And nobody else even had any idea. I thought he overheard them talking about it. Like in the very, very, very beginning. Oh, maybe. But he It was him and that blonde, weird looking kid. Yeah. But he was just fucking doing research about Santa Claus like the evil Santa Claus. Like that's that was his hobby. <laughs> now I think I could be completely wrong, but I think that in other countries they actually have the evil Santa and talk about the evil Santa and it's like a thing. Yeah, it kinda made it seem like it was. Yeah, because here we just heard we uh, in America we just know about good Santa. I didn't even know Krampus was a thing until the, the movie. movie came out. Yeah. Well, I've heard about him, but I was I thought it was just like a recent thing that people just made up. Yeah, just to be weirdos and put yeah. a dark spin on it. But it, yeah, it was an okay movie. The ending was stupid, though. I didn't understand it. Yeah, that, that like, means it's art. No, that means were, it's art. Nice. <laughs> they were just selling elves. Like human slaves, except elf slaves. But they're they're kind of humany. Are they? Were they like selling them to be mall Santas? Like why were they? That's what I thought. Shipping out Santas. And why were they teaching it to pet like these children dolls that they gave them? It was fucking creepy. <laughs> yeah, and like not murder them. You're just talking nonsense to me. Yeah, I know. Doctor scientists, I'm telling you, it's worth it. It's it's worth a watch. It's a this is strange movie, but it's fun. I also watched Mercy Christmas. <laughs> I don't know that one. Do you tell? Is it Mercy, like M-E-R-C-Y? Yeah. Okay. Instead of Mary Mercy. Okay. It's about this guy who's a, uh, he's like, kind of like the loser out of business. So it hit home. A little bit. Not at business. I mean, I'm the fucking master. <laughs> But he gets invited to his boss's family's Christmas thing. And when he gets there, he gets tied up and like thrown in the basement. It turns out that they kidnap people and carve them up and eat them for Christmas dinner. And that's like their tradition. I saw. You probably. You, Interesting. Don't tell me you saw this. No, no. I saw one that's <laughs> exactly like that almost. Maybe it was one of those uh, end of the nights on. 
Hulu. Maybe. They had Angela Serafian and... Uh, yeah, I don't know any of these people. But it was all right. I mean, if you're in a cannibal Christmas horror movies... Every day, all day. Give it a go. Uh, I watched Scrooged because... Mm-hmm. I was going to watch that this week. Fuck so yeah. Good. So good. I don't even have to talk about it. Everybody no, knows how good that fantastic. is. Now, if you're out there and you haven't watched it, fuck you. Probably now the best Christmas movie. Oh, I, I got to watch that one. What's it on? Uh, Plex. Oh, okay. <laughs> or you, but it wasn't working on my Plex for some reason. Well, Plex is impossible <laughs> to use unless you know exactly what you're looking for. <laughs> so I paid three dollars to rent it on Amazon. Oh, you should have bought the whole thing. Yeah, it's probably like five ninety nine. Right. That is one I'm definitely gonna watch every year. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, let's go into the slapper of the Christmas week. <laughs> Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> All through the house. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. Dr. Scientist, you want to go first? I, th- I think it's not going to be anything crazy. It's just going to be just like Krampus. Like an evil Santa attacks. Okay. My guess is a haunted security system terrorizes the family and then reindeer that was just talking nonsense that has nothing to do with the title. I like it though <laughs> but it's all it's all through the house right it's yeah, through all nice. of it not a creature was stirring no it's just a fucking evil Santa Claus yeah. that goes around killing people I probably knew that's what it was I just <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to throw something else oh, out yeah? there you know well he does chop penises off and collects them in a bag who doesn't <laughs> <laughs> that part I didn't see coming yeah, first scene of the movie, it's this fucking Santa Claus dude. And he just breaks into a house, kills this woman, and chops this guy's penis is off. Is it a crazy human or is it like an evil? It's a human. Okay. I don't want to get into too much of why he cuts penises off, but... Mm, yeah, save that for the views. Yeah, you might want to... Spoilsies! Check it out, but it's... What's dick cutting? Very strange. Like, very strange. <laughs> But that's it. That's that's my Christmas slapper. All right. Go check out All Through the House, right? I got that right? I believe that's what it's called. That's what I Damn, wrote I'm down. Fucking <laughs> dope listener. So let's go ahead and move into video game news slash stuff. So this week, after having several weeks of fucking nothing to talk about, we got too much. Bukakied with news from the video game awards. Uh, the big one, uh, I guess, I'll start with. Uh, uh, this is this wasn't on the video game awards. It was a whole other story. But there is a new Medal of Honor game coming out for VR. That's not the th- that no one cares. The game is 170 gigabits. Why <laughs> bits or bytes? Oh, gigabytes. Okay. There's and in order to download it. You need to download the whole thing, and it needs to unpack and install. So you need to have 340 gigabytes of space to install that game, which is now I, I got the new phone. front runner for the biggest game. That's like a VR game. It's like 60% yep. of a fucking PlayStation 5. <laughs> <laughs> that is how many usable are on PlayStation 5? Like 840 or 860, something like that? I, don't know. I, I thought it was only five something. Use no, there's there's a eight twenty five. It's probably something like that, but still, that's 
forty percent of it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's nonsense. I did watch the the game awards thing, and it was very unexciting. Yeah, mm. it's. Di- I feel like those shows. Like I've watched a couple of them, and they're just commercials for what's coming out. Yeah, yeah and the games just seem like who the most popular game was. Not with yeah. not which the, the awards. Best. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's all right. We're gonna go over that. Uh, we've got other news first. The big news, the one we all care about, which has nothing to do about video games, but I was happy and wanted to share it. It's always sunny is renewed for four more seasons. I heard that's pretty sweet. Oh, what are the hell are they gonna do? Same thing they did the last fourteen years. <laughs> <laughs> they are guaranteed eighteen total seasons of It's Always Sunny. That's good to hear. That's great news. Uh, the other news, uh, the, there's a lot of news that came out in the Video Game Awards, but the only one I really give a shit about is they announced a game called the Callisto Protocol from oh, the creators shit. of Dead yes. Space. That yeah, looks so that cool. Look badass. I uh, am desperate for a new Dead Space game. I would love to see one, and it looks like EA has... I, I think they'll make one eventually, but they're not making one right now. So this game looks pretty pretty. This sick. is from like the original. It just reminded crew, me of right? Alien Isolation. A little bit. Yeah, the yeah, it does. But uh, yes, this game is from the original creative director of Visceral before they got bought by EA. Nice. So I'm very excited for that. They said it's not going to come out till 2022, which is a bummer, but mm. something to look forward to. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention, uh, Cyberpunk has has dropped, and it's glitchy as fuck. Yeah, this is to be expected, I guess. I I mean, yeah, but. Yes, yes. When you have a huge game like that with all those moving parts, glitches are going to happen. It's just how it is. But I think people are more mad about it or more unhappy about it because the game was delayed four times. It was supposed to come out April this year. Imagine how bad it would have been then. (laughs) Jesus. It would have been unplayable, probably. Probably was. That's why they had to delay it. But my, my favorite glitches and issues that have been coming up is uh, the character's boobs will, like, clip through their shirt and the same with their jennies i've seen that so, so you got nice. a dude standing there in jeans with like a dick hanging out of his zipper <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty sweet that's pretty funny <laughs> it's the best glitch ever yeah but i guess uh, there was also news that came out today or yesterday that they are cyberpunk or who is it steam is issuing refunds, refunds for cyberpunk yeah. i thought it was sony that was issuing ps4 refunds Ooh, it could be because they were saying the ps4 version is pretty fucking broken yeah uh, I haven't heard much about it. I've been honestly, I've been trying to not hear about it because I do want to play it eventually. Yeah, but I don't. No one. I've no review I've clicked on or anything I hear has been. You got to go play this game. Exactly. Everyone's just bitching about stuff that's wrong or how it's safe or whatever. Oh, like every but, other know, game. Yeah, <laughs> like every other major studio release. Absolutely, it's true. Except for the, The Last of Us Two. Everyone loved it. Oh, yeah, except for the people who bitched about it. <laughs> Speaking of The Last of Us 2, the Video Game Awards, as we mentioned, happened. Mm-hmm. They certainly did that. Last of Us 2 took home Game of the Year, Best Game Direction, Best Narrative, Innovation, and Accessibility, Best innovation. Audio Design. Uh, what else we got? Uh, that appears to be it. No, there was other ones. But... Audio Design. But it doesn't matter. Was it really that good? Because... I don't know. I don't know a single person who played it that praised it. It was. I thought it was great. I really did think it was a great game and it was a great narrative. Uh, my biggest beef with it was that once you strip away the narrative, 
the game is just arenas. Like it's you go to one area and there's a bunch of enemies you got to sneak around and kill. Then you go to another area and there's a bunch of enemies you need to sneak around and kill. Then you go to the next area and there's a bunch of enemies you need to sneak around and kill. It's the same game. Mm-hmm. But the the way it was told, I, I think it was honestly, I think it was a breakthrough because uh, movies or video games forever have been trying to be more like movies, you know, and take like cinematic points. But this game was like, it's not a single movie. It's a it's a series. It's a TV show. You know, there's it's a four act structure 10 times rather than one six act structure. Mm. Okay. It was told very well. It was told very well. Uh, it, it's definitely uh, I wasn't in a great mindset because it was like neck deep in covid with horrible news going everywhere. Yeah. And the games the game's a bummer. Also oh, last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the game's a fucking bummer. It is. The story is a bummer, but I'm glad I played it. All right. uh, and then best indie game was Hades. Called it. Yeah, it's fair enough. It's the best one they had. Best art direction, Ghosts of Shimu- Sh- Tsushima. Shima. There it is. I got I got it out. I pushed it out. And, but the best ongoing game. Did, wait, did you see that the guy who was doing the awards that was announcing him, he couldn't say Tsushima? He kept saying it wrong? I can't either. So I Like Ghost of Tahima. Ghost of. Yeah, it seems like a lot of people do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And the best, the best uh, ongoing game was No Man's Sky. I thought that I, was yeah. Weird. I don't know how that won any awards because it's still going. It's better than it's Fallout seventy six. Well, it probably had to be going for a little longer than that. Well, that also No Man's Sky also won like best action adventure game or something dumb like that too. Maybe it got good. No, it shouldn't got it because it sucked. <laughs> no, no, you're just, no. <laughs> Uh, and then what I also thought was pretty cool about it is that the best score slash music went to the Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, yeah. They re- did they just re-record the same score from the I'm original? I'm pretty sure they did. I didn't buy it, play it because it's only like one eighth of the game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you might as well wait until they do the second half and then release them together as one thing for like ten bucks. But you might as well wait until they finish all like eighteen halves. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Fair enough. But uh, that is all I got for video game news slash stuff. Oh, How about we get into the game? How does that sound? Let's, because this one was pretty. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> this week, we are talking about one of the biggest franchises at one point from coming from the Xbox world, the immortal third-person, first-party sci-fi classic. Mass Effect. Which also had the announcement of a sequel at the Game Awards. Oh, what are they at? Three, four? Four. I don't think they're going to follow the Andromeda universe at all. Mm. That's fine. I didn't even touch. We'll get into it. Released <laughs> November 20th, 2007 for Xbox 360. Developed by BioWare and published by Microsoft. It was an exclusive, exclusive. Uh, for the first couple years mm. until I think well into two came out, and then it was released by all the platforms after Bioware was purchased by EA. Mm-hmm. It is a single-player action RPG written by Drew Carpishan, who oh. also did Mass Effect 2, and the other big one he did was Knights of the Old Republic. He wrote those. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, Dr. Scientist, this is definitely a science as fuck game, so clearly you picked it. <laughs> <laughs> So much science in it, dude. So much real science. How about you give us a little lead into the story? Get us started. Where were where are we at? Uh, did anybody play us? Because I didn't. No, sir. No, and I'll tell you why. Because I talked to 
my roommate at the time, and he had played it and enjoyed it, but he said, after you play two, you can't go back and play one because there's a whole like mini game of getting resources in that fucking speeder thing. Yeah, I saw that. I watched the speeder on it. It looked bad. And it just adds a whole shitload of time to it, and he's like, that was terrible. I'm so mm-hmm. glad they got rid of it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on the same boat. Okay. But anyway, it's set in a, a future world where humans kind of found... I don't remember what they said. They found it on Mars or whatever, but they found technology from an ancient culture and it made all these spaceships and they found the mass relays and figured out how to use them. And yeah, that's it. It's normal spacey stuff. The mass relays are like highways through space. Sort of. Yeah. It reminds me. Yeah. It reminds me of the immortal sci-fi classic film alien versus predator. Mm-hmm. Never. Saw when that. they open up that ancient frozen site and find the the predator lasers, and the guy's like, "This is like finding Moses's DVD collection." <laughs> it's it's, it's like more like Stargate, but uh, fair. But the You're game. Stargate. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> You're a Stargate. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was a Stargate. That'd be dope. But uh, the game starts with a bunch of people talking about a problem like well we got to send Shepard in because he's the best guy for the job which really hypes you up before you even play mm-hmm. so they call you in and you're sent on a mission to a planet called Eden Prime where you and this I guess he's a specter Nihilus are going to go and because they found a, be- a Prothean beacon Protheans are the ancient aliens that have all this tech that you saw and they're they're hoping that it can help humans Terrans try and get more stuff so you and Nihilus are gonna go Nihilus has got his own special mission you just you're gonna go find the beacon that's what you're there for I I like uh, I like the idea that uh, Shepard's kind of a big deal before the game even starts yeah I forget what they mentioned but they keep mentioning like he was the hero of something where he fought off a bunch of people single-handedly yeah, or something yeah, like that. Just a sounds a lot hero. like Zap Brannigan though you know, he acts true. like him too. I I beat all the <laughs> the kill bots. Dude, that'd be great if there was a moment where he's like, "I didn't even do that shit. They all just died." <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great. But while you're on the the way to Eden Prime, you find out that it's being attacked by a giant mechanical squid or whatever. We don't know the name of it yet, but we'll figure that out later. Mm-hmm. So you get to Eden Prime, and Niles runs off on his own. He's like, "Hey, I work by myself." And then he pieces out of the plane Captain America style and then they drop you off and you go fight your way through the planet to get to this beacon I did think it was kind of cool when you're walking through this planet and you hear the Reaper sound first having played Mass Effect 2 and not this mm-hmm. I didn't recognize that that's pretty cool yeah the oh the the like the big yeah. destructive metal oh, sound oh like the yeah <laughs> I, I think it's more of a <laughs> little bit of in there. If all three of us do it at the same time, we could probably do it right. <laughs> One, <laughs> two, three. <laughs> that was perfect. Oh my god. It's like I was playing the game. Yeah, send it to Nailed Bioware. Let them use another that. thing. <laughs> That'd be great. That someone make that video of a mass effect where you show and then it's just our voices doing it. <laughs> oh my that that one you sent of the guy playing Call of Duty making his own music sounds because that was perfect. Slide. Uh, it's pretty great. <laughs> so pew, 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 pew. Uh, anyway, so you fight your way through the planet, which is kind of annoying, and you eventually get to like a dig site sort of area, and you see Nihilus is dead, and some 
hysterical human comes running out. I was like, another guy. I can't think of the alien, the alien race, but he's like, he was killed by him. And they're like, Saren? Saren killed him? Yeah, like he knew who it was. I guess, because he's a... Saren's, I guess, a... Pretty famous, just like the HSIC, yeah, the head specter in charge. Yeah, I got you. So are specters like no? I I guess they're known throughout the universe, but the specific ones? I assume so. I assume there's like some famous ones that are just like, just yeah. like Shepard. Like he probably people probably heard of them because they probably done stuff. Yeah, how many are there? I don't know. As many as they want. Yeah, not human though. Yeah, they're not like Highlanders where there's a certain amount born. So there's a little tussle going on, and Shepard goes to grab the beacon and. It explodes, and he has crazy visions of people getting killed and stuff. End scene. Ah, right. Cut to on the Nor. He comes to on the Normandy, and uh, well, that didn't end scene. It shows Saren getting really pissed off. He's <laughs> like, "We gotta kill Shepard." <laughs> yeah. Well, I did write Saren mad, Shep Beaconed. That was my whole explanation of what happened. Yeah. All right. But yeah, Saren is mad because even he knows who Shepard is. Yeah. Exactly. But you come to on the Normandy, and uh, you talk to your captain, I guess. And you're like, all right, let's go to the Citadel. We got to convince them about Saren. We got to do something about it. And mm. since he's a specter, they're the only ones who can. So you fly to the Citadel, which is a huge kind of like United Nations type structure where everybody in this alliance or whatever goes. Kind of like International Space Station. <clears throat> Except much cooler. Yeah. Well, future. <laughs> <laughs> if you played any of the Mass Effects, you know what the Citadel is. Yeah. And uh, so you go talk to the council, which is made up of various three alien races. Just one guy from each race. I don't know if they're the only three races in it or if they're just know. the three in charge. But I don't know. It seems like you should have more than three people on it, but yeah. maybe it's not a democracy. Well, it's kind of like a court that they're at right now. They're holding court. It's like a hearing. Yeah. Well, they seem to be making crucial decisions. Yeah. None well, of them. They're like a Supreme Court, right? Yeah, I guess. None of them believe you about Saren, though. Yeah. All of the crucial decisions they make have to do with the Spectres and, like, what to investigate, right? Like, they didn't. Oh, maybe it's the Spectre Council, you're saying. Maybe. Yeah, the only people that are above the Spectres. But, uh, we'll get to that later. Yeah. But, uh,. Saren's kind of like on trial here, but they're like, no, we don't have any evidence. And Saren is uh, pretty racist against humans. He spouts it pretty freely, mm -hmm. which is okay. It's, it's warranted. Yeah, most humans are racist against everybody else, yeah. apparently. So you set off on a little quest to find some evidence, which you you meet some various people along the way, which if Garrus and Tali, mm -hmm. which are characters you can have on your team. Mm -hmm. Yep, Garrus was like a. I didn't know he was like just a base cop at the yeah. Citadel. <laughs> Neither did I, because you and I only played two, and he's already kind of bigger than that when you play. Well, he's, he's like, like a, a, a big cop. Deal. Yeah, he's he's like a he's like a Paul Blart of the Citadel. Oh wow, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> but when you rescue Tali, she has a recording of Saren talking about Eden Prime and. He allied with the Geth, who are a, a, like a mechanical race that he has been attacking human outposts and stuff. Mm. Like, kind of like the Borg-ish, sort of. And in this conversation, he's like, if we find the beacon, then we're one step closer to finding the conduit. Yeah, and then, <gasps> then there's mention of the return of the Reapers, and everybody's like, <gasps> oh my god. And the Reapers are like, 
rumored to kill the Protheans, which are the ancient race that they've been stealing tech from. Yes. So are the Reapers just like a local legend at this point? Yeah, they're kind of like a myth. Like a myth, yeah. The Geth myth. Geth myth? Mm -hmm. Geth myth. That just sounds weird. A myth of the Geth. I gotcha. So you take all this evidence back to the council, and they're like, oh my god, you're right. This one random recording we have is true. Well, Saren's no longer a specter. Now you're a specter, Shep, and it's a big <laughs> deal because like you're the first human specter. Wow, nice. Which gets repeated ad nauseum through the series. Yeah. Oh, if you play two and three, they never shut up about it. <laughs> you're the first human specter. Well, I was also a war hero, so... <laughs> And he kind of goes off a little bit about how the Reapers are attacking. And, I mean, he doesn't have any evidence. Well, he has as much evidence as they had. Well, yeah. He's like, all he has is visions. And he's like, the Reapers must be true. He's like, I've seen them. And they're like, we don't prosecute on dreams. Yeah. Oh, so relevant to the day. Tell me about it. Right? (laughs) (laughs) And then I also have written down here, they really hype up Spectres. Which they do. They kind of like, oh, these guys, these are the, the super supreme ex. They're, yeah. they're made, not whatever. They're born, not made, or I don't know. Yeah, and then your captain's like, well, you're above me now. And you're tasked with hunting down and catching Saren. Yeah. So. And they give you command of the Normandy, which. You yeah, take it right from your captain. Yeah. It's like, yeah, fuck you, Captain Anderson. Yeah, what happens with Anderson? Voiced by the amazing Keith David. Who's always great. Yeah. But what is what is what happens to him? Does he just sit on the citadels? Like I probably gotta work some politic bullshit. Oh, I think out he just here. sits in the bar because that's where you find him later. <laughs> yeah, just hanging out in the bar. Yeah. I mean, he lost his ship to a random guy that just became a specter. Yeah. It's weird. Was Shepard on the Normandy before this? I don't yeah. know. I, he was that's really how they got to Eden Prime, but I don't know if he was like stationed on it or not. I don't know how this ah, right. structure goes. Yeah, they could have been like just Shep, go with this Captain Anderson because he sucks. Yeah. And then you can go around and talk to everybody. But you are. Some people. I, I don't know which videos you watch, but there's. You can go to three different places from here. Mm-hmm. And there's four things you have to do before it moves the plot on. Okay. Tell us. What do we got? So we'll just go over the first three first because you need to do two of these three to get to the fourth one. But you have to finish gotcha. all four to go on. Okay. Well, walk us through it, yep, buddy. Yep, yep. F- one of the first things you get is to uh, save a, the daughter of Benizia, who is a friend of Saren, voiced by Marina Sirtis. Named Liara. As far yep, as yeah, that's the daughter. She was captured by the Geths, so you have to go and try and save her. Oh, what do they call uh, the elder people in their... Matriarchs. Ah, oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. They're like, I don't even know what analog they would be. They're like the older people in their society that are revered for their wisdom or some bullshit. Yeah, we don't do that here. Hell no. <laughs> but you fight through this planet and you save her. And she's apparently some kind of historian mm-hmm. who knows a lot about the Protheans. and mm-hmm. But has never heard of the Reapers. The Reapers. And... I also have written down right here this like that everyone just believes his theory about the Reaper. She's like, oh, that, that's got to be true. I've never heard of him. She's like, that's interesting. That's yeah. interesting. I always thought she was kind of annoying. 
I like how she's like, well, you must have a very strong mind. That per- <laughs> yeah, to survive a that protein. beacon would have destroyed anybody else. I'd like to measure your skull. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all you do on that planet. Which I guess you add her to your team so you can use her as. And then there's another one of the other quests is going to a planet called Neveria, which have the Geth attacking a colony. So you go there and you find that Benizia is there, Liara's mom. And okay. Yeah, this they, they, they cut some of this out of the, the one I watched. I had to look it up on the wiki to find out for sure. So that's not Vermeer, Vermeer? is the last one. Okay. Yeah, okay. And they kind of mix these three together in the movie because there's this, well, the one I watched, the one she, you've kind of like fight through the planet and then you fight Benizia. Yeah. After you beat her, she kind of tells you that Sovereign, which is the name of the ship that Saren uses, is brainwashing people and they're indoctrinating them to try and fight and bring back the Reapers. See, now I thought Sovereign was a, a Reaper himself. He is. No, it's oh. it's the ship. It's the ship, but it is a reaper. Okay. Yes. It's so, like a it's like a Borg, right? Like that. No, no, because no, a Borg is one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> They're Sorry. collective. Come on. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but it is the ship, but it is a reaper. But you, right, find, you don't find that out for later. Oh, all right. Later. So you get that information from Benizia, and then there's another one where you go to a planet, which they cut out of the entire one I watched, which is just. You fight through the planet, and it's. You find out the planet is being controlled by a giant plant that it's infecting this the colonists, and it's okay. kind of like a hive mind, sort of like the Borg. Oh, interesting. Oh, okay, sure. That's what he was thinking of yeah. when he now said that. Now it's a Borg. <laughs> but uh, you get you get like a cipher from this planet, and some knowledge of the Protheans from this giant thing, and you can either kill it or save it because there's a morality system in this. Yeah. A lot of yep. choices. And then the most important one is Vermeer. Mm. Which I always kept thinking of Vormir when I heard it for anybody who watches the Avengers movies. The what now? Vormir is the name of the planet with the soul stones, and this is Vermeer. Oh, oh the one where they had the jump and the sacrifice and yeah, that whole thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is with Solarian base, huh? Yeah. Saren has a like a medical facility where he's breeding Krogans and Krogans are sterile so they're like oh maybe he fixed this disease that the Krogans have genophage the genophage <laughs> yeah which makes them sterile makes sense so they're like you have a, a uh, Krogan on your team named Rex and he's like we gotta figure this out and get the phage cause my people are dying and you're like yeah but then a Shep you just talk him out of it you're like look do you really want to be a slave if we get this thing, well, I guess not. Which is, <laughs> well, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> but you fight your way through this planet, and along the way, you meet Sovereign, which is kind of, you kind of like talk to him on the uh, computer or whatever. They call it a VI, yeah, virtual VI, interface, I VIR or something like that. Yeah. And he tells you about them, what they're doing, that they, they come every 50,000 years or whatever and kill all sentient life because they're losers and we win. Mm-hmm. And that they're waiting to come in. And they are legion, so yeah, kind of borgy. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, dude. <laughs> and he tells you that 
that Saren's allied with him because he wants to try and wipe out humans, or at least. So you're like, all right, let's just blow up this whole thing. All right, sounds good. So you go to blow up the Saren's base here where he's building his Krogan and Geth armies. And you have to make a decision to leave one of your guys behind, either Ashley or Caden. Caden seems like a douche, so leave him behind. Although Ashley's pretty racist, so choice is yours. Yeah. I remember uh, if you got Mass Effect 2 for PlayStation and you started playing it, oh, there yeah. was like, an, like, a, like a, a, a preamble yeah, like that a comic went over everything. Sort of yeah, I remember that. And then you had to make a couple choices, and this was one of them mm-hmm. because it was determined which one's in Mass Effect 2. And I always killed Caden. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> always. I didn't realize Ashley was so space racist, but here we are. Well, yeah. she is human, and apparently... Species? No, space say... racist sounds right. Spaces. There you go. So you leave one of them behind to guard a bomb. Uh You got to stay with the bomb so it blows up. That's a great mission. Thanks. Boom. Well, they're more than happy to do it. (laughs) So when you get back after completing those four things, you get back to the spaceship and Liara's like, hey, I figured out where the next, where the beacon is and what we can do. This after she does the mind meld shit. Yeah, yeah. She's like, let me see what you're seeing. Oh, oh. She's like, the beacon was, I know that was left by the Protheans as a warning. And when the Reapers originally attacked the Protheans, they tried to let others, I guess, Prothean bases know. But the Reapers were just too fast and too quick and killed them all. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I know where the conduit is, and Saren will be there. It's on a planet called Ilos. But before you go to that planet, you get called to the Citadel. Cause oh, what do they want? They they call you back and are like, hey, uh, the Reapers are fake. We're just going to keep you here. You kind of <laughs> like, you get grounded right away. Yeah, fake news. Yeah, fake news. We're keeping your ship. And they're like, uh, I guess the humans are like, well, you got to try and sneak your way out of here. So that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Did, uh, wasn't there a part two where they grounded the Normandy, but they also said... Uh, you're off the mission, and we're not going to go after Saren. Yeah, because they think Saren's going to come and attack the. Citadel. Yeah, they're like, we're just going to sit here and wait for him to come and attack yeah, we're gonna, us. We're going to play defense. Yeah, because the Reapers aren't real, and obviously his next move would then be to attack us. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly right. So Shep launches a plan with the Deep State with Captain Anderson. Yeah, a club flux <laughs> <laughs> uh, to uh, steal the Normandy and leave. And guess what? That's what Shep does because <laughs> Shep's a rebel. I, I don't know if this is how it happens in all the videos, but <clears throat> when Captain Anderson just walks into the guy's room, yeah, he's, like, yeah, yeah. he's like, I got to get on your computer. He's like, what are you doing here? He just punches him. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> knocks him I right missed up. that. That's fantastic, though. <laughs> it's so good. Classic Anderson. I think there's a couple of ways you can do it, and that's one of them is I have him like just brute force his way in. Yeah. So you fly away on the Normandy, which for some reason they can't stop. Nope. Once it's unleashed, it's free roam. We were beaten by the best. (laughs) The best. Well, I don't know if they were really that good. We were beaten by the best. (laughs) So you fly to Ilos. And you land on this and you fight your way through it. You find a uh, a Prothean recording whose name is Virgil or Vigil? Vigil. Vigil. My handwriting is terrible. Mm-hmm. 
You don't know how hard it is to read this. <laughs> you do this to yourself. <laughs> You're doing good, though, buddy. You, you got it. You're almost there. Vigil tells you about the Citadel, that it's just a huge, that it's a trap, and it's a huge mass relay that the Reapers come out of. <laughs> twist! It's not really a twist, I guess. I feel like they've been doing this forever. I liked, honestly, I like that reveal. I, I, I didn't. Well, I kind of did know it because I played Mass Effect 2. Yeah, but playing it, I probably wouldn't have thought it. Yeah, and I love no. when he's Vigil's talking and he's like, you know, it doesn't matter why they do it. Just <laughs> you have to stop them. <laughs> so good. Yeah, but he, say, he says the, the, the Protheans were on the Citadel and the Reapers came through and wiped them all out. And then they used the Citadel and the massive relays to travel across the, the galaxy to wipe out all the Protheans. Now, if I, was, if I was reading or watching this correctly, the trigger or the event or the thing that makes the Reapers come in and just lay waste everybody is understanding and learning how to use the mass relays, right? Like, yeah. Once they hit that point in their civilization, they're like, all right, you're done. Yeah. Boom. And you, you use the conduit to get to the... The back door into the yeah the back door into this citadel, and that the Protheans kind of had an idea that they were researching the mass relays, and they had this planet. They secreted this Ilos research planet, and the whole vigil is like, "Hey, I can stop it if you take me through the conduit and inject me into the computers." Because, as we know from video games, all, all com- computer OSs they're link all compatible. Up. Man. Yep. He's like just just, just like real life. <laughs> <laughs> Would this count as a hacking of the Gibson? Yes, because Vigil's doing Vigil the does it, yeah. Yeah, but it's still a hacking okay. of the Gibson, yeah. Let's count it. Mark All it. All right, there we go. <laughs> mark and it, marked. Great. <laughs> and Vigil's like, I'll help. You just take me through the conduit. Let me attack the computer and follow Saren. And uh, we'll, do, we'll do this. We'll stop the, the Reapers from coming. And Shep's like, oh, shit, man. Let's do this. Let's go. So you go through the conduit, which instantly takes you inside the control room of the con- the Citadel, which nobody knew existed before this. Oh. Which what, is right, the control course. room? Nobody knew that was there? Yeah, because there's like, I didn't ever heard of the control rooms. I think. Oh. Uh, well, it's, it was built before your time. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh yeah, I have, you drive the Mako through the conduit because it's a stupid thing you have to drive around. And when you get to, you go through the conduit, it, transports you to the citadel and sovereign and saren's troops are attacking the citadel because you know they were right he was going to attack they were there first yep yep backdoored right in there and uh you go go towards the control panel and you come across saren who's like sort of robotic now and he's like sovereign has upgraded me which in the mass effect lingo is called indoctrination yeah it's just Sovereign took over my brain, dude. Yeah, yeah. He said I, he'd make me better, and here I am. Here I am, better than ever. I'm a slave to his will. <laughs> this is great. Didn't have... he say something else like along the line of, well, we're all fucked anyway. Yeah. Like, I need to show them that I'm useful, and then they won't murder me. Yeah. Yeah. And then... He was hoping. Shep does his hoping. double speak, and there's a couple of things that can happen here, but one of them is Saren does a sack move. Oh, he's dude, like, he's he's like you're right. I can't help Sovereign. So out. good. I'm just going to kill myself. And shoots himself in the head. Boom. So now you can put the chip in the computer. Yep. You upload Vigil to the the conduit mainframe. Mm. And I imagine it's just like hackers. Yeah, man. Probably, I don't know how what else it could be. Yeah. 
It's the Da Vinci virus, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so Vigil starts getting control of all the systems on the Citadel. And here is the thing I was talking about earlier. You have a choice to save the counselor or not. And they're like on a big oh, really? ship. And you can save them. And it's only those three people. I mean, it's a whole Or you can full. save the whole. Or you can save the human fleet. Yeah. And apparently, since I didn't play the first one, if you choose to save the human fleet, like all those guys die and they're not in any of the other Mass Effect. But if you save them, they're the council for the next Mass Effects. Hmm. Interesting. So you do that and there's like a big space battle between the Geth and all the people in the Citadel and the humans and Sovereign. And then you're like, hey, go, go check and make sure he's dead. So <laughs> yeah. your, your teammates go down and like Saren like, nope, Sovereign revives him as a super robotic Saren now. Like was he still alive until they killed him again? Like, I mean not killed him again, but just made sure he was dead. I guess I don't know. And that's why in the head. And then yeah, like, that's why Sovereign took take over I because don't know. he was dead then. I don't know how it works. Yeah, me neither. But that's what I thought. But then you fight him as a boss, which seems super annoying because Mass Effect combat is not the greatest. Mm-hmm. He looked cool though. Sure did. So after you beat Saren, all all the the alliance and human forces are fighting the his forces, and they destroy Sovereign. And blow it up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, yay, happy day. All the council are happy. And you're like, all right, good job, Shep. Humans are now part of us. And everybody rejoices. So when you killed uh, Saren, that just allowed Sovereign's, that took Sovereign's shield down or something? Yeah, I, I don't know, something like that. I don't know if it had something to do with Vigil, but. Yeah, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, it was, it's like it kind of gave up when Sovereign was, or when Saren was beaten. Yeah, okay. And I, I also, everybody believes in the Reapers now, so they're going to try and do something about it. That was like, to be continued. Yeah, and then it's like, da-da-da, end of the game, and that's how the game ends. People are going to be figuring out a way to save sentient life. Now, if you save the council, did they allow you on it? Yeah. Okay. Is that like a general rule for anybody, or is that just I don't know what happened here? Just for the Sheps of the world. I guess Sheps like, hey, I guess humans aren't that bad, and they let them all in. It just it felt like that was too easy of a reversal. Like, fuck you. There's no way you're going to be on here. You're a human. Humans are gross. We don't put humans, <laughs> yeah. we don't put humans on this council. Save them. Yeah, Come aboard, yeah, buddy. Like, like, Yeah, it's like we don't make humans fucking specters. All right. I don't know. Maybe they were lobbying for years ahead of this. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Guess we'll never know. Yeah. No. Until we get to Mass Effect 2. That's it. That's the game. We did it. There it is. Let's go ahead and move on to uh, final thoughts. How about it, guys? Sure. Let's yeah, do let's it. Let's do it. Uh, how about you there, uh, Sir Chumpslap? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I have some questions for you if, if you have a sec. Yeah, I got nothing but time. All right. Well... Um, about Mass Effect, uh, would you play it? Would you score it? And did the story work for you? Would I play it? Probably not with all the other games I want to play right now. Two or three of them at least. (laughs) (laughs) At least. I mean, I've seen the story. I don't really care about the differences in the story. I don't feel like playing it again. 
Nice. I, I didn't play it in the first place. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought you said you didn't play it. I feel like I played it, you know, watching, <laughs> watching these movies. I hear you, buddy. Woo. Uh, story work for me, I thought it was decent. I mean, I don't understand. How did it all start? It was just... They, they found a Prothean beacon. And people were attacking humans on this planet? The Geth did, yes. The Geth attacked to get the beacon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, They the Geth heard about the beacon and went there to take it. And then they started attacking the people that were there. And then that's what sparked Shepard okay. and the group to go out and be like, what the fuck are these people doing all the way out here? That makes sense, I guess. As much sense as can be made. <laughs> Hi-o! That's oh, fired. I, yeah, it make I like the story. It led from one place to another. It's like you got to figure out where the Saren is. Oh, we find these people. These people might help you. Oh, we'll find them. We have these clues. Hunt it down. Hunt it down. Oh, there he is. Found him. Blew up his shit. Yeah, but he left. He's going somewhere else. Oh, no. We have to go there now. Oh, no. <laughs> and I, by far the favorite, my favorite part of the story was they're like, why do these people want to kill everybody? It's like, it's probably some reason you wouldn't even understand. So <laughs> don't even we worry we about yeah, we can't it. can't comprehend what they're thinking. No, they're pretty, they're pretty badass, though. So Your you might small want to stop pebble it. mind can't yeah, you're comprehend what they're Yeah, you dumb, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so that added a couple points to my score. <laughs> nice. Attaboy. Instead of just being like, well, why the fuck would these people just let these races grow, learn how to use their technology, and then destroy them? Like some fucking you just wouldn't understand, weird bro. game of check or checkers. or <laughs> So, story worked. Wouldn't, wouldn't play it because, I mean, it's, it's been long enough and who cares at this point. And I never played any others, so I really have no want <laughs> All right. I'll give it. Hmm, I don't know. People seem to love it. <laughs> I'll give it a 17. Because, I mean, the story was good. It seemed in depth. It seemed you, there were different avenues you could take love interest, all that jazz. So, yeah. It wasn't really boring. I'll give it that. <laughs> Fair enough. It wasn't boring. Final words from Chump Slap. <laughs> 17 out of 27 stars. And All right, perfect. So, enough about my stupidity. I'm done rambling here. Papa Scotch. Oh, sir. Would you play it? Would you score it? Did the story work for you? Thanks for asking. Um, would I play it? I kind of already answered it already, and I'd say no just because I hear it's tedious. And honestly, if I could get through the story a little bit faster and not have to do the tedious bullshit maybe but i mean let's just be real it's it's over 10 years old now and there's and while it was very important for its time since then there are better versions of this game out there mm-hmm. like it's just how it is but uh uh did the story work for me i think overall it did because what i liked about it is the story was mostly it was it was pretty focused like you had the Geth, you had the beacon, you realized the Reapers were coming, and this guy, Saren, was going to fuck everything up and basically let the Reapers walk right in. So your job was to stop him. And then, yeah, there was this other side stuff about being a Spectre. There was this other stuff about being on the Council. There was all 
this amazing, these side stories between the different races with each other and their history. And then you had the humans who were like, hey, we were late to this party, but we're still pretty dope. Can we get some, res- <laughs> can we get some respect? And everyone's like, fuck you. You're all idiots, which is also fair. It's probably true. Yeah. But uh, there was also, I mean, you didn't even see there were several other spaces or races of aliens that just aren't on the team or have no effect. Like those, uh, what are those pink floating dudes? Do you remember them, Dr. Scientist? Yeah, I don't remember their name, but they're all over. They look like a disembodied stomach and entrails just walking around. That's pretty neat. If I remember incorrectly, I could be completely wrong. But they like had beef with other races. <laughs> like it was just, it, it was it was such a richly built supplemental world. And the part I liked about it is that you could just play through the game and just deal with Shepard and what he's doing. And if you wanted to, you could do the side missions. You could read the lore. You could read all the collectibles and shit, and you could get a bigger picture. You could get it filled out for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this what this game did that correctly. Unlike something like Destiny, where you had to read several thousand journal entries to figure out what the fuck was even happening. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, ultimately, did the story work for me? I'm going to say yes. I was really surprised, and this definitely influenced my score, but I was really surprised how many of the characters I remembered by name. And it was interesting to see the beginning of what their motivations became in Dead Space 2. Like Mass Effect Rex, 2? Yeah, he said Dead Space. So, yeah. Oh, Jesus, Dead Space 2. <laughs> Christ. In Mass Effect 2, like, uh, I know Rex and who's the Salarian? What's his name? Morden. From Mass Effect 2. Yes, uh, those two and, like, their beefs with each other from hundreds of years of the Genophagian hating each other. It was just, hmm. it's great. It's great. So what would I score it? I'm done rambling. I am, I'm going to be right up there too, man. I mean, I'm going to give it an 18. I, I think what it was going after, it did really well. Yeah. And I think that uh, maybe if the story was, the story was simple, but it wasn't bad. I think if there, if the choices had more impact and maybe were more varied rather than just, it's, it seemed like the choices were either be good or be bad. And That's basically it. Yeah, it was more like moral then. Yeah, and I, I'm never a big fan of those because you always end up being like, I'm either going to be the best one I can be or I'm going to go an evil run. Yeah. There's, there's, I, I wish the game would have had more tough decisions where it was like, N- you can't win this one. Like, you know, something bad's going to happen to both of them. Just, you got to pick. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, 18, 18 is a solid score out of 27 stars. So, for true. Let's go ahead and move on to the star, Dr. Scientist. Mm-hmm. Would you play it? Would you score it? Did the story work for you, sir? There's probably a situation where I would play it. Like not, if, not current reality. Yeah, like if they <laughs> uh, if they release like all three together, I might I might play it and play two and then not three. I mean they they are. Oh, do they? Oh yeah, that's one of the announcements, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm thinking now maybe we should modify the question. Would we play it to? Could you have seen yourself playing it, or could you possibly? <laughs> yeah. Or if time didn't matter, would this be something? Or does this video make you want to play it? Something like that. Well, I I, I, I could see myself playing it. Okay. But the story I thought was good for everything you two said. Mm-hmm. I like all the interactions and uh, brought back memories of playing Mass Effect 2. And I mean, the people who went with me through the last relay on Mass Effect 2, I trust more than you guys. That's so. not hard to do, though. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Not at all. Why would you? When have we given you a reason? 
You haven't. Exactly. And I'll always remember those people going through me on a suicide mission. One of the greatest yep. moments in any game ever. Ooh. It is. It I don't want to it you're right. I don't want to talk about it too much though cuz we're probably going to do it one day. Yeah, that, yeah, that's not Mass Effect 1. But I did like how the whole thing was just you hunting down one bad guy basically and figuring out all this underlying stuff he's doing. It kind of annoyed me that like they kind of just believed you almost instantly. At first they're like, "No, we don't believe you," but you find like one recording and it's like, "Oh, yep, that's true." Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no deep fakes in the future. Yeah, yeah. Come that's on. What I mean. Like, yeah, we know Saren's a dick, but he's been doing good stuff for all these years. And, and he's a specter for fuck's yeah. sake. Yeah. That kind of irked me a little bit. But. Untouchable. And how your teammates automatically believe what you say. Well, you have, you're getting visions. Yeah. Well, let's, <laughs> let's not even bother with that. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, it was a good story. I liked all the the interactions between you and all the people and... You're trying to advance humanity in this space nations, I guess I'll call it. I don't know what else. <laughs> but yeah, I also gave it a decent score. I gave it 16 stars out of 27. 16, 16, 17, 18. And what is that oh, to Papa Scott? You're good at math. 51? Yeah. All right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's definitely up there. It's you know what? It's I don't want to go too deep into where it stands this year because we're gonna go over them all. Mm. All right. In two weeks, I had to do some math. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that was trickier. Uh, in two weeks, we're gonna run down all of our favorite episodes, our top ranked games of this year. But I'll tell you what, that's now part of the conversation. That's for damn sure. All right. All right. Good stuff. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by it. I don't know what I thought it would be. I mean, I played two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you basically know the story of one when you start two. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I thought in my mind for some reason this would be like 15 technological steps behind it, but it came out like two years before two. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's my shit, I guess. I don't know, yeah. but uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I, I It was really nice to uh, go back to that universe and, and read about it and talk about it. and it's, It was great. It definitely brought feels from Mass Effect 2. I had no emotions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, this was definitely one of the uh, first games of that generation, like coming back into video games, the PS3 generation, that I got like really into the world of it. Yeah. All right. Same thing with like Fallout 3. Mm-hmm. And then I haven't felt those feelings since, I don't think. No. Oh, maybe Bioshock. But that was also in there. Whatever. Let's power through it. How about it? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. And let's move on to our favorite segment of every week, which is Dr. Scientist Tom Hanks content. Oh, I... Does it have Tom Hanks in it? Does it have any relevance on the game? I guess we'll find out. Nailed it. Last one of the year. Last one of the season. Then we move on to new bits. <laughs> Dr. Scientist, what do you got for us this week? I have no idea how to uh, do this to any movie that I haven't picked yet. So I'm just going to say, watch that thing you do. That's a Tom Hanks movie I didn't pick. And <laughs> <In> you <laughs> do that thing you. Oh, man, that's going to be stuck in my head for weeks. <laughs> yeah. The one deers were kind of like the Council of Our Souls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. They were the Mass Effect inside us all the time. Huh. Would you look at that? Oh, I, I am struggling to come up with puns here. But... <laughs> That's all right. Uh, the important thing is Dr. Scientist nailed it all year. Mm-hmm. And his final pick, 
in this entire canon was that thing you do for a space politics game. <laughs> <laughs> Makes so much sense, though, if you think yeah, about if you it. Think about it. It really does. <laughs> really does that thing you do was referring to killing the treasonous man who tried to ruin every civilization that song was written for shep himself no no it was about bringing together all the races in harmony it's about stopping i can't think of the the race's name reapers the reapers yeah damn it and then uh also, fun fact, we didn't even mention Joker, who was voiced by Seth Green throughout that whole thing. Uh, I wanted to say that... He <laughs> oh, we're talking good. about Mass Effect, the, the, the Seth Green vehicle? <laughs> <laughs> His character always annoyed me, so I kind of just skipped over it. Yeah, he's like, look, I, I can't move my legs, yeah. bro. I liked his first moment where he's like, look, I know you looked at my file, and I'll give a fuck. I earned all this stuff, despite yeah. the fact that my legs are all jacked up. And Shepard's like... Yeah, you don't need your fucking legs to drive the ship. How are we doing, asshole? And he's like, oh, you didn't... Read any of that? You didn't did even you? know about that, did you? Huh. That was that was a decent, good intro to Joker. Anyway, that's now going to take us to our favorite segment of every week, which is Chomp Slaps. Fuck Mary Kill. F-M-K. Ho ho ho. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> uh, last one of the year of the season. Every week, Doctor Scientists and I pick three characters from the game we just talked about. And Chump Slap gets to decide which one he's going to fuck, which one he's going to marry, which one he's going to kill. You guys get it by now, I hope. And this week, you pick the game, and it happens to be your turn in the rotation, Dr. Scientist. Ooh, this one actually has a lot of characters in yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I was just going to say, for like the first time in three <laughs> or four weeks, we got a list here. Oh, man. Who do I pick? All right. <sighs> I'll say... Liara. Okay. Yeah. The Asarian historian. Mm-hmm. She was hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we didn't find the easy kill yet, Dr. Scientist. Yeah, yeah. Just I'm trying to, to make them about. all not easy kills. Good job. Second, we'll take Joker and his crippled legs. Ooh, he's hot. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, then. Ooh, okay. Um. Oh, see, I want to pick Garrus, Doctor Scientist, mm-hmm. but I don't think the video no. displayed how awesome he was, no, like as in Mass Effect Two. Like, I don't even know what Garrus was. He was exactly, the, and that's a problem. Art. Yeah, he's but, actually like a cool ass sniper and shit. Yeah, I don't know. I he's don't think I saw it, him we, much. everyone falls in love with him in Mass Effect Two, and he's a fan favorite. But uh, all right, then I am going to pick. Uh oh god, what's her name? Talia? Tolly. Tolly. Is it Tolly or Talia? Tolly. 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 T A L I. Yep. She's one of the Geth. No, she's not. Isn't she? No. What is she? She human? She's no. They're their own race. With the Quarians. They kind of live the on Quarians, that's right. They they breathe a weird they breathe an atmosphere that's not like others. So they have to what wear their faces suits. look like. You don't know. Ooh, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, well, Tali Zora, there it is. Sorry. So Tali Zora, uh, Seth Green, Seth, Seth Green, Green, the and Joker, Liara. and Liara. Well, Joker's the obvious kill here. <laughs> Come on, he can't. He has bad legs. I wow. know, but that's all he's gonna do is fucking talk about it. Wow. You get mad at him and be like, "Why are you mad at my bad legs? <laughs> I can't do anything about it. It's born that way. They're practically hollow." 
<laughs> Probably wouldn't even be fun in the sack. You might break something. No. No, thank you, Joker. He could probably still do hand stuff. <laughs> He'd be like, Junior, hi. Yeah, he's probably really good at it. <laughs> uh, this is a weird conversation I didn't expect to have today. <laughs> Seth Green, hit me up. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I think I'd marry Tolly. She seemed cooler than that other one. <laughs> Liara. <laughs> I mean, I'll bang Liara. I mean, she wasn't bad looking. <laughs> she had a weird <laughs> head, but the, I mean, that's just her race. You know? <laughs> well, you got a weird head too, so maybe you have more in common. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Look at you. Maybe she's got hats that fit me. Who knows? So there it is. We'll bang uh, Liara. And Tali, I don't know, something about her. She's mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what she looks like without that helmet on. So I'll marry her and kill Seth Green. There you go. Nailed it. Ooh. Again, for the last time of the year, we're going to have to switch to new bits. Ooh. Anyone have a bit? Email us. Let us know. <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely. We, and if, like, say they wanted to actually get in touch with us with that email mm-hmm. and, uh, I don't know, sex stuff, where would they send that email? <laughs> we'll send that email and all the sex stuff, too. <laughs> time at gmail.com. I will respond to every single one. And don't worry, you won't get blocked for the sex stuff. And I have all the time in the world, so fucking try me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Fuck you. Send them the stuff. <laughs> uh, say they wanted to get to us faster on the socials with more swears and emojis and, I don't know, di- what are the kids doing? Dick pics? Where would they do that, <laughs> Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram, Twitter. And I can't think of another one. TikTok. Sure. You still haven't made it, have you? No. Uh, hopes nobody else takes it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's, sure that's a hot one. People are diving all over the plotty time TikTok. And uh, if you want to just watch our logo while you listen to the podcast, get around those work filters, go head over to YouTube. Like and subscribe over there. It really helps us out. That does it for us. So we're going to say Merry Christmas, or I guess, because it's Christmas Eve. I'm going to say Happy Holidays. Happy holidays. Shout out to our Slovenian friends. Oh, Slovenia. What, what? Hooking us up. Holding us down. <laughs> I think is what people say, right? I don't know. Maybe. Fuck it. All right. See you guys later. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. ho. <laughs> <laughs>